welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for tuning in again to another episode. I am here today in a much more de-stressed way than I have been the last couple of weeks. Basketball season for me has officially ended. So my high school team is done and we had our very last tournament with my third and fourth grade team this weekend. And so that is over as well. And it's of course bittersweet. I totally enjoyed every single minute of coaching this year. And I feel so blessed to have been able to take that opportunity and run with it. And I'm looking forward to doing it again and improving myself as a coach and the kids as a team and all of that stuff. But I also am just really enjoying the little bit of extra time that I have had over the last week to week and a half. I've been able to do like normal people stuff, like sit and watch a show on Netflix. (laughs) I started a new show that I'm watching uh, and I haven't watched Netflix in like a really long time. Like the last time I watched Netflix, I think was when I had COVID in December and it is February. So it's been like two months, seriously, since I've enjoyed a show, which obviously isn't something that I like to, you know, I don't really do the binge thing or do a lot of it. But to be able to sit and watch a show once in a while is kind of nice, right? Or just do whatever you want to do. Uh, this weekend, I had some time with some friends at work. And then today, before I recorded this, my husband and I took our kids tubing. And for those of you that live in Wisconsin, you know what that is. But if you don't, it's basically like a big giant sledding hill that you go down on a tube really fast. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. So I've had a lot of time to just kind of enjoy life the last week, week and a half. And mentally, I'm feeling so much better than I was a couple of weeks ago. So going into this episode, I know we've been doing a lot of heart health stuff for the month of February, but since I am feeling good and I feel like I want to share some mindset stuff with you. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to be talking about a mindset hack. And um, this mindset hack, I suppose is what you could call it, is called the two-minute rule. And this has been presented to me a couple of different ways just in the last like month, month and a half. And so I wanted to present it to you. Now, this two-minute rule is not my idea. I am not taking credit for it at all. Uh, But one way that it was presented to me was actually by my supervisor at work in a leadership meeting. He had given us all a article to read that talked about the two-minute rule. And I will explain how it was presented in that article. And I'm also reading, if you follow me on social media, you've seen me reading the book Atomic Habits by James Clear. And it's actually the second time that I've read Atomic Habits. Think Atomic Little Tiny Baby Habits. Um, And it's a really good book. And so that's why I'm reading it a second time. But he also discusses the two-minute rule in a little bit of a different way. And all the ways that it's been presented to me 
all make sense. I can see them being applicable in my life today immediately. And I figure if they can help me today, maybe it could help you today as well. So we are going to just discuss a couple different ways of using this two-minute rule um, where it might be best applied in your life based on what you've got going on, your responsibilities, your personality type, all of that. So as you can guess, the two-minute rule is doing something in a time frame of two minutes, right? So one trick that can be used is using the two-minute rule to avoid letting things pile up. Now, this is something, I'm going to say this for all of it, but this is something or a way that I see myself using the two-minute rule or trying to use the two-minute rule a little bit more, right? And this is the way that it was presented to me in the article that I read that was from my supervisor in our leadership group. And so the two-minute rule is a way that you can use to let things or avoid things piling up. So basically, it's if you can do it in two minutes, you should do it right now right? Like don't put it off. If it's a small little task that can be done in two minutes, do it now. Don't wait for it. So that could be something as simple as, you know, starting the dishwasher, right? Can you close that dishwasher, put the soap in it and start it in two minutes? Fine. Do it now. Don't do it later. Or, you know, little things around the house like that. But it tends to be the little things that we kind of let go, And then they pile up and pile up and pile up. And now we have 25 things that take two minutes to do. And we're just cringing looking at this list, right? So if you can approach your life or your work with the two-minute rule saying, if it takes two minutes or less, I'm going to do it right away. Now at home, where I can see myself applying this is cleaning up, right? Just picking up a room real fast, two minutes, just what can I do? Can I fold the blanket and put it back on the couch? Um, Can I hang this laundry up real quick, right? Or spend two minutes just putting this laundry away, making the bed. Um, One thing that was presented actually in the Atomic Habits book was a guy that wipes down his toilet while he's waiting for the shower to warm up, right? Like it takes less than two minutes. And what's a perfect (laughs) time to wipe down a toilet than before you go wash your body in the shower? So things like that, that are things that we will kind of look at and be like, oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll do it later. You know, at work, we discuss what are some things that we can do in two minutes. And we talked about things like browsing through our email, right? When you first get in in the morning, can I spend two minutes looking at my email, deleting the things I don't need, and then flagging or marking as unread or whatever the ones I need to come back to. And things like resetting your desk at the end of the day, right? This is something that I've started trying to do since we talked about this in my leadership group um, because I'm kind of messy. <laughs> if you don't know that about me, I'm I'm messy. I am. Um, I know that it kind of drives my husband nuts. I don't know how he lives with me sometimes, but I'm someone that will just say like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. So for me, um, I share an office at work with um, another person on our leadership team and his half of the office is like super neat and tidy. Like his desk is always perfect. And then you look at my desk and there's like papers everywhere and um, just stuff piled up all over the place. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you must hate 
me. <laughs> but um, no, but so I've been using the two minute rule at the end of the day or the end of my work day, whenever that is to say, okay, um, I'm going to use two minutes right now. I can pick up this desk in two minutes. And that way, when I get back to work the next time, it doesn't feel so overwhelming, right? It's nice to come into that clean situation. So that's one way to use the two minute rule. Just don't let it go. If it's something you can do in two minutes, do it and get it done. And then it'll actually build some momentum for you to move into the rest of your day or the next task by actually getting something done that you'd normally let sit and wait. So that can feel really good, right? Mentally, if I am getting more things done more efficiently, I'm going to feel more productive, which is then going to give me a little boost in my brain. And I can maybe go into the next task that might be a little longer, a little more daunting with a little more energy, feeling good about the things I have already accomplished that day. Um, The next way to use the two-minute rule, and this is something actually that I picked up on in the article that I thought would be specifically good for me because I am the kind of person that will start one thing and then it's like I think about the next thing and then I move right on to the next thing without finishing the first thing, right? So And you've probably, I mean, I'm not the only person that's like this, but you've you've probably done this too, where you say, oh, I'm going to pick up the living room. And you start picking up stuff in the living room and you find like some socks that need to go in the hamper. So you walk to the bedroom to throw the socks in the hamper and then you're like, oh, I need to make the bed. And you start making the bed and then you see that, you know, something else in your room. Oh, there's a glass by the side of my bed. I need to take that to the kitchen. And before you know it, you're washing dishes when you really were supposed to be in the living room cleaning up. Um, And this is how I see myself. Just walking in circles sometimes in my house or even at work where I start something and it reminds me of the next thing I need to do, but I didn't finish the first thing. And before I know it, I forgot what I was even supposed to be doing. And I know I'm not the only one that goes through this. So you can use the two minute rule to help you actually stay on track. So whatever it is that you're working on, say, I'm going to do this for two minutes and set a timer right? So set a timer on your, whatever your watch or your phone or your computer or whatever you have around you and literally force yourself to do that one thing for two minutes straight to kind of kick it off, get it rolling. Um, It might be something that you can get done in two minutes and you normally don't because you're constantly kind of distracted or moving from one thing to the next without finishing. Or it might be something that takes a little longer than two minutes, but forcing yourself to spend that two minutes of the timer on that one thing can help boost you into staying focused or at least getting more done than you would have um, if you hadn't set that timer, right? So this was something actually that I picked out from this article that my uh, supervisor had given us was, okay, the two-minute rule, if it can be done in two minutes, great, do it right away. That's And I was thinking, oh, well, that's, that's great. But for someone like me, I often um, intend to do that and end up going in circles for 20 minutes and never getting anything done. Um, and then I read about, well, you can use the two-minute rule as a two-minute timer. Do it in two minutes. Set the timer. If it's not done in two minutes, you can stop but or keep going, but at least you did it for two minutes, right? Um, and so that can be something or a strategy for you if you're someone that gets maybe easily distracted like I do, or you just have a lot on your plate and you just don't know where to start. Pick something to start with, set a timer for two minutes, do it for two minutes, and then reassess. Should I do another two minutes? Should I get up and do something else? So that's the second way you can use the two-minute rule. So first is if it can be done in two minutes, do it right away. Don't let it sit and pile up. 
get it done, get it out of the way, build some momentum for your next task. The second way is set a timer for two minutes and force yourself to work on it for two minutes and not get up and get distracted or do anything else. Now, the third way to use the two-minute rule is the way that was presented to me from the book Atomic Habits. Now, again, this is the second time I'm going through this book, and it's interesting because as I reread it this week, I didn't even remember reading this part of the book the first time through. And that's why sometimes a really good book deserves a second or even a third going through. Like, I could see myself reading Atomic Habits at least once a year. There's just so much content in it, and it's like, there's no way that I could possibly apply all of this to my life at one shot, right? So I'll definitely be reading this book over again. But it was funny because we talked about the two-minute rule at work, and then I think it was like two weeks later that the two-minute rule came up in Atomic Habits, and I'm like, whoa, is this the universe trying to tell me something? (laughs) Um, But the way it was presented in Atomic Habits is using the two-minute rule to help you start something new or build a new habit or something that you're trying to do to better your life. And so the idea in the book is do it just for two minutes, right? So before, just before this, I was saying set a timer and force yourself to do it for two minutes. This is more like only limit it to two minutes in a way that makes it seem easy, right? So you're trying to make something that you're doing or that you want to be doing more often, you want it to appear easy. So one of the stories actually in the book was about a friend of his that wanted to lose weight and ended up losing 100 pounds. And he did it by sort of by applying this two-minute rule was he started going to the gym every day, but he would only make himself stay there for, I don't remember if it was two minutes or five minutes. See, this is why I need to reread the book. But regardless, I want to say it was five minutes because two minutes seems like kind of a little bit of ridiculous to be at the gym for only two minutes. But really what he started with was, I'm going to walk into the gym and I'm going to stay for five minutes. And after five minutes, I'm going to leave. Even if I felt like I could stay more, I'm going to leave. And the idea was to stop before it felt like work, right? So And this is a really nice little hack for your brain because when we start something new, like say we want to become a runner and you know, we go outside and we run a run for 15 minutes. Well, that's really hard if you're not currently running, but you could just go outside and run for two minutes, right? And then it might feel pretty easy to run for two minutes. And you can continue to give yourself that two-minute limit until you're like, okay, I'm ready to run for three minutes. And so this is what this guy did at the gym. He went for five minutes. And after a while, limiting himself to five minutes seemed kind of silly. And so then he gave himself a new limit. But he always kept that limit under the threshold of this feels like work or it feels too hard. And I love this idea for starting a new habit. Maybe it's something like reading a book, right? Maybe you're not a reader and you want to become a reader. Limit yourself to only reading for two minutes and see how that goes. And after a while, you're going to say, wow, I could do this for a little bit longer and then give yourself another limit. But it's that two-minute rule to start just to get you started. Can you do two minutes of yoga? Can you do two minutes of stretching? 
Can you go on a two-minute walk? Can you spend two minutes reading? Can you spend two minutes looking up healthy recipes, right? Can you spend two minutes prepping something to eat? And that idea of starting with that two-minute limit, and then eventually it'll grow because it'll feel like it's you know, like you're getting used to it and you're ready to do more. But always keeping that new habit that you're trying to develop under the threshold of this feels like work. So if you look at, I'm going to go do a meal prep for a whole week and it's going to take you, you know, two hours or, or sometimes even more, especially if you're new to meal prepping, you might get through it one time and then the next week be like, oh my gosh, that is not worth all that time. I don't want to spend all that time doing that. And then you'll just stop or, you know, going, going to the gym or starting a new workout program, maybe even if you're at home, um, but spending so much time on it that you're exhausted, you've now lost productivity time at home or at work or whatever, and it just seems more like a barrier. So by limiting yourself in the beginning to a shorter amount of time, it allows your brain to say, okay, I can do this and I can still you know, X, Y, and Z. And I still feel productive because I did something new. And the idea behind this two-minute rule was something is better than nothing. So one push-up a day is for 30 days is better than saying you're going to do 10 push-ups a day and then only doing it two or three times in the first week and then forgetting about it, right? Or telling yourself to read two minutes per day and limiting yourself to that two minutes and stopping when that timer goes off and doing that for an entire book and getting through a whole book, even if you're only reading it two minutes at a time versus starting that book, saying you're going to read 20 minutes every night before bed, doing it, you know, maybe the first three or four nights in a row and then forgetting it and setting that book down again. And then a couple months goes by, you pick up that book and you start reading it again, you know, so um, the idea of that two-minute rule is use it just to get you going, just enough, because something is always better than nothing. And that is a really great thing to think about, isn't it? Using two minutes of your life to help you do something, get a task done so it doesn't pile up, or focus on a task or start a new task, right? And so the two-minute rule was something I wanted to share with you this week. So Short, sweet, to the point, right? (laughs) Um, The two-minute rule. I wanted to know how you're starting to apply it in your life. So if you start using some idea or some way of the two-minute rule that I explained to you today, I would love to know. Uh, You can post about it on social media and tag me. You can always shoot me an email. I and speaking of emails, oh my gosh, I can't believe I talk, didn't talk about this at the beginning. But I sent out my very first monthly podcast email uh, last week. And so if you are a listener that submitted your email address to me to receive that email, you should have gotten it. <laughs> um, I included a cardio workout that I put together because I figured it was Heart Health Month. I included a couple, a YouTube video on meal prepping, and I linked a couple other articles um, that kind of expanded on what we talked about in January on the podcast. So there's a lot of stuff in there. Uh, Eventually, what I'm hoping to do is link maybe YouTube videos of me doing the workout so that you're not just receiving this workout. And if you've never exercised before, you're not 
um, super experienced at exercising. You're not just looking at this workout thinking, okay, well, what do I have to do? But I promise if you look through that workout and you can just Google anything and you'll be able to find an example of the exercise itself. Um, if you would like to sign up for my emails, I will include that link in the show notes again. What I plan to do is send out one email every month, kind of recapping the previous month and adding a little bit of value to things that I talked about on the podcast. So for instance, in March, I'll probably link the article uh, to the two-minute rule, right? So that you can go and read a little more about it on your own. I'm also always going to include a recipe and a workout and anything else that I feel like, you know, would bring value to your life. So... That will be going out again in March. So go ahead and look at the show notes and I can uh, leave you the link to sign up for that. Now, besides that, it is coming toward the end of the month. We have one more episode this month, um, short month, February, right? And that will be a surprise what we're going to talk about next week. But I also want you to take this moment to think about where you're at in the month. How did you start the month? What are some things you wanted to achieve? Have you gotten there? Are you closer to it or are you further away from it? And think about what you need to do to get yourself on track to where you want to be. And just know that there are plenty of podcast episodes. We're like in the 60s now. I think this is 68. I'm not really sure. I'll have to look when I go when I go to publish it. But there are so many episodes out there and you can probably find something from me related to what you need by this point. And if you can't, you can always reach out to me on Instagram and give me a suggestion for another episode. Um, and then I also want to just always tell you that my virtual community is a place for everyone. So if you're looking for a place um, that will include some exercise ideas for you, um, or exercise programs, some nutrition programs, support from me, um, and just connection to our community that is always available. Now, in the month of February, I do have $20 off if you join. So uh, $20 off for the rest of the month, which really is eight more days. <laughs> and if you're looking to um, join me, I would absolutely love that. I will include a link to that in the show notes as well, along with the $20 off code that you will need to get started. And I truly hope that wherever you are at right now on your health and mindset journey, that you're in a good place. And if you're not, that you have the resources to help you start working toward getting there. Thanks so much again for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.